Welcome to this episode of the KNA Football Podcast. Yeah, it has been probably three or four weeks since our last podcast, last upload. It has felt like forever for me, for Austin, for Debbie, for all of us. It has been, there's been a lot that's happened since we've been gone. There's the NFL draft, uh, Austin's crazy Waffle House experience that will still be end up end up being posted on the YouTube, so stay tuned for that. The schedule came out last night. There's so much to talk about. And obviously, as you can tell, we are not in Debbie's basement. Unfortunately, Austin and Debbie both have real lives. So they are going to have to go to college eventually. So we have to start prepping that. And Debbie's basement is now being occupied as, you know, he's graduating. So because they have real lives and because they're graduating now, we have to go remote. So please work with us here. There is probably – it wouldn't be K&A football without some kinks and some struggles throughout the way the podcast goes. And so at this moment in time, it is 540, you know, because that's just what what K&A football does. We're trying to go online for the first time with the very little resources we have. So just like we did back at Debbie's house, we're only going to get better as we go. Hopefully – this is the bumpiest online episode we have, but bear with us. It should be fun. We have a lot to talk about. This is KNA Football. Austin, let me start by just asking you, how do, how do you feel about about this uh, online setup? Um, well, what I'm really hoping for out of this is that when I said um, what I'm hoping for out of this, Debbie didn't immediately start talking in my ear saying, Austin, we can't hear you. We need to try to fix this live on air. So I'm really <laughs> happy that didn't happen. Um, it's... Like you said, it's been a journey getting to even this point here. Mm-hmm. I have no idea how this looks online, how this will look on YouTube, how this will sound on the audio. I mean, this could be awful. <laughs> it could be. Um, I mean, I have no idea. We'll find out in about an hour. Or it could be somewhat decent. I don't mean, I don't know. Uh, Debbie bought us these cool TikTok rings Yeah, that, that to, go, to go on the other side of our phones. Um, they're they're blinding. I, they I, are like, blinding. Like, yeah. It's hard because I see you and I see Debbie here on my computer that you guys mm-hmm. can't see. But then this is what Debbie wants me to be looking at, which is with the exactly. TikTok ring. But the TikTok yeah. ring is also just as blinding as the sun. So by me <laughs> looking into the camera, I'm also like blinding myself. I'm going to eventually need glasses. So we got to figure out a yeah. system here. But yeah. which is like kind of ironic because. Many of you may notice that I do normally wear glasses, but I'm not wearing glasses today because the TikTok ring puts like a ring around my eyes from the light. And so Debbie uh, very kindly forced me to take off my glasses so that (laughs) the ring didn't show up. Um, You and I, like Debbie has been on this call for a little over an hour now uh, trying to figure things out and get things set up the way that they are right now. But you and I have been talking <laughs> since like, uh, what was it? Like possibility. it's a real possibility, but hopefully not. So we got to get through the stuff while we can't, while it's working. Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of excited. Yeah. Obviously, like you said, 
I'm, I'm going off to school in August. Debbie's going on a missions trip uh, around the same time. So we're going to be, you know, at the other end of the world. Uh, Margaret will probably end up running most of this while Debbie's away. So I mean, we got to figure out. So, one thing that is sad there. about it though, now now those who are listening are going to be able to hear Debbie's iconic laugh, right? That's true. We're going to need like, to get like Debbie whenever, right? Because to get the like, laugh. there's already yeah. been like three times this episode where you just hear like the <laughs> you you don't get to hear it anymore. So like, I'm sure that's hard for for the yeah, diehard sure fans. It feels out there. it feels quiet. It feels like we're missing something. Uh, we can obviously hear it in our ears, but the viewers can't. So we'll have to figure out a way to get that fixed. For sure. So. Before we jump into it, this yeah. episode is sponsored as always by KNF Construction. Yeah, KNF Construction uh, sponsored the whole episode, so it was practically it was free to us. But KNF Construction took care of that. So, you know, if you guys want to help support them, uh, give back a little bit. Obviously, you guys know that their link is in the description. KNF KFDex.com. You can call them. 330-575-2465 for a free estimate on a great deck. They're located right here in Stark County, Ohio. So give them a look if you uh, are looking for a deck. Yes, sir. All right, so without further ado, do you just want to jump into the draft? Yeah, I guess so. So you guys all know that we've been gone for a hot <laughs> minute now. Yeah. Uh, working this all out. And so we missed the draft. So... Very clearly, most of you know what happened, but we're going to give you some of our analysis and then give you a little bit extra, more extracurriculars, if you will. So, Caden, why don't you start off start off with uh, the first pick in the NFL draft? Oh, I would gladly do that. So, if you know me personally, you knew that I wanted Bryce Young in this draft, and I'd said on the podcast that I wanted Bryce Young. I mean, I think I thought Bryce Young and CJ were obviously the one and two, but and I, I wouldn't have been too upset with CJ Stroud, but I very much preferred Bryce Young. And I was you were with me the night of the draft and uh you captured well not one of my best moments, the moment that I'm kind of embarrassed with when I go back and see that. But I'm in the basement here. If you haven't seen the video, go to our Instagram, K A underscore football and find it on there. But I'm there. I got the hoodie up, the hood up, uh the the strings are tied. So it's like my only my eyes kind of are peeking out. And I'm pacing. Um I was very, very nervous like the the, the they announced panthers are on the clock the 10 minute timer started i start pacing and then i grabbed a bunch of food i was stress eating for those 10 minutes like <laughs> it, it it was not good but they ultimately picked bryce young and i didn't really know how to control my excitement and i just went and i tackled austin and it was all captured on video but it was worth it because we have bryce young which is so exciting all the crap about his height yeah i understand he's short but that is the, if that's the only knock that you can have on a player is that he's short that's a pretty good player no one's out here saying yeah but he can't throw very well yeah he doesn't have a strong arm yeah he's not smart no their only right. thing is that he's small there's been people who've comp uh coaches who've coached tom brady uh and tons of other players and they said the two smartest players that they've ever coached is tom brady and bryce young which is some pretty high praise for Bryce Young. Very high praise. So obviously we both think that that was the right pick for the Panthers. We both love C.J. Stroud, played at Ohio State. That's our personal favorite college team. 
Um, but Bryce Young is obviously the better of the two players. He His football IQ is out of this world. So he was obviously the right choice for the Panthers. And so congratulations to you and the Panthers organization on hopefully getting <laughs> that right. And hopefully for me, when I draft him in Dynasty, uh, I'll get that right too. So speaking of our boy, CJ Stroud. Speaking uh, of players with not super high IQs. <laughs> C.J. Stroud was taken second by the Houston Texans. Um, many of you may have heard that right before the draft, uh, they the players, m- mostly the quarterbacks, take this like football IQ test. It's kind of a weird thing. It doesn't really mean anything. But, you know, they like to pretend it does. And so C.J. Stroud scored rather poorly. Uh, he scored like the worst ever. And 18, so a lot of people 18 were like, percentile. Yeah. It was, like, it was really I, don't, I don't play football. Never have. And I bet you I could score higher than an 18 on that. Yeah. And I'm not going to be the second pick in the draft. I don't know. That's just me. It was bad. Uh, A lot of people were like, oh, (laughs) he's going to fall in the draft. You know, Will Levis, Anthony Richardson, they're going to go before him now because he's an idiot. Uh, All the (laughs) Cardell Jones tweets from 2015 started resurfacing where he, he was an Ohio State quarterback back in the day. And he said, I don't understand why we have to attend classes. I'm here to play football, not learn. So all those came back out. So that's was kind of rough, uh, but he ended up going second to the Texans. Clearly the right choice. You, uh, we are not high on Anthony Richardson or Will Levis. Mm-hmm. So anything other than Bryce and CJ or CJ Bryce going one and two would have been an absolute mistake. So we got that one right. And then huge surprise of the night. Kate and I were together for the draft and we were very shocked. Uh, I personally thought maybe there was a glitch on the screen. Maybe the NFL got it <laughs> wrong. Um, so Houston Texans selected TJ Stroud. Okay, very good. And then it says Houston Texans are on the clock, and we're like, whoa. That's kind of weird because they just picked. Turns out that they traded with Arizona all the way back up to three so they could take Will Anderson Jr., edge rusher out of Alabama. So, I mean, hey, Texans are making moves. They're making moves. They, they want to be good this year. They don't want to finish bottom again. <laughs> yeah, look, at least they know that they suck. And they're they're trying to get back to relevance. I mean, it yeah. makes a lot of sense because they, they you couldn't go into this season with Davis Mills as your quarterback and convince people that you're trying to win games. That's just not going to happen. No. And so they had to go out and get a quarterback. They were sitting in prime position. You don't plan on picking top two in the draft again. Like, yes, no one's goal is like, yeah, next year we're going to have a top two pick. You don't go into next season wanting that. You want to win games. Right. So they don't want to be in this position again. So. They're in prime position to get a quarterback. They get C.J. Stroud. But then their new coach, D'Amico Ryans, is a defensive coach. So it makes sense that he's going to want his guy, his defensive staple now. He should be their their head of – their face of their defense for the next 10 years. Uh, definitely the best defensive player in this draft. I mean, yeah. they got a great – they got the second best quarterback in the draft and the best defensive player. I mean, great, great first two picks for the Texans for sure. Right. And then at four, uh, the Indianapolis Colts, uh, many months ago when we were having our guest, uh, guest hosts on to help us with our pickums, uh, we had Daniel the Camel on. He is a huge Indianapolis Colts fan. Uh, so we were texting him while the Colts were on the clock and they ended up taking Anthony Richardson quarterback out of <laughs> Florida. Um, Caden, what you got to say about this pick? Because I have strong opinions. Yeah, I mean, I think we have a similar opinion on it. Yeah, they were gonna go quarterback regardless, but yeah, 
neither of these guys realistically should have been, I think, a first round pick, especially top five. Like that was crazy. Richardson played one year of college and he was terrible. I mean, he could run very well. You could have drafted him as a running back and been fine, but he could not throw. I watched a game with my dad earlier in the year. and He completed no passes in the second half. And how is he about to go play in the NFL? I don't know. But it does make sense that they picked him over Levis. I think he is better than Levis mm-hmm. uh, because at least with him, you have upside that if he can learn to throw the ball, which is, again, very scary to say he's going to have to learn <laughs> to throw and he's right. in the NFL. But if he can learn to do that, he will be one of the best quarterbacks because his running ability is incredible. So if he can right. just throw, yeah, you know. Right. Yeah. His upside is... Lamar Jackson. Right? His upside is, is is Trey Lance on steroids. Like right. Trey Lance's upside multiplied by like 10. And Trey right. Lance didn't work. So <laughs> and his downside is he might not be able to throw the football. So that is a problem. <laughs> but you know, you understand that you have to take it. You mean who are you gonna go into? I mean, Gardner Minshew, I like the guy, but that's gonna be the face of your franchise. He's not there <laughs> long term. No. He can't be your guy. You can't keep you can't keep going with this carousel of used quarterbacks. You have to take someone new. You have to have your franchise guy. So hopefully it works out for them. I just don't think it will. Right. And then, I mean, their old, their new coach is the the Eagles offensive coordinator. And he worked with Jalen Hurts, yeah. similar playing style. So maybe they can get it to work. I mean, they had to go quarterback. So I understand, but a little yeah, bit absolutely. too early for him. Yeah. And then at five, the Seattle Seahawks continue to um i think that pete carroll really has this philosophy in his mind i think it works well this is what i would do if i were a coach as well you build yourself a really great defense and then the offense is kind of secondary uh you want you want a guy that can run really well and that's who they have in why am i blanking on his name now the rookie they got like uh, last year Tariq woolen no who was it that absolutely ran over everyone? Oh, the running back? Yeah, the running back. Oh, Kenneth Walker. Kenneth Walker, that's who yeah. it was. Yeah, so Kenneth Walker is an absolute beast on the ground. I think he's a fantastic running back. And they had a really good defense last year. And they continue to add to that by drafting Devon Witherspoon, cornerback out of Illinois, the best cornerback in the draft. Um, So they're kind of trying to build back that legion of boom, I think. They're trying to build a ridiculous defense. Uh, Geno Smith is functional on offense. Uh, Kenneth Walker... As running back, I think it'll work well for them. So that was a great pick at five. Yeah, it was a great pick. It was overall a great draft for Seattle. I mean, we'll get to yeah. it later, but they probably had one of the steals of the draft later in the first round. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they had they got one of the best one of the best corners in the draft, and then one of the next best players at another position. I mean, Seahawks yeah. they draft great every single season, and this is just another example. Yeah. Uh, and then we don't want to bore you guys to death, so we're not going to take you through <laughs> all, you know, 300 picks. <laughs> no, uh, no way. We're, we're only going to take you through the first round and then some notable ones from later rounds, but we're not going to take you through 32 picks, or sorry, 31 picks from the first round. We're going to touch on the more notable ones because no one really cares about offensive tackles. Come on, no one cares. Uh, so jumping down to eight, the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, I think this is a big pick, big name. They took... Bijan Robinson running back out of Texas. Uh, this obviously infuriated Caden as he's going to have to play him twice a year now. Um, and it's a little unheard of in today's NFL to draft a running back in the top 10. 
So to a lot of people, this was a reach, especially considering that they didn't need. No, that was that was the biggest thing. They have so, the Falcons. Sorry to interrupt you. Just minute. No, you're good. Yeah, you go for it. The Falcons have so many needs. Their offensive line is pretty bad. Their receiving core is pretty good. Um, their their corners could use some work. Their defensive line could definitely use some work. Jalen Carter is still on the board. He's one of the best D linemen in this draft. You're definitely probably looking at him. And you're run. You had the number one running game last year. That was the yeah. primary strength of your team. You had an a thousand yard rusher and uh, he was a rookie last year. I don't remember his name. I'm looking on his name too now. Yeah, yeah, uh, he was he was good. I mean, he got over a thousand yards, and then they still have Cordero Patterson, so two very good mm-hmm. running backs. And then they go draft Bijan Robinson at eight. What is the point of that? Now you have a, another running back who's going to demand carries. I mean, he's a great running back. Don't get me wrong; he's going to demand yeah. the carries. But you already have two proven good running backs. I, it was a complete reach when you have so many other needs. I mean, yeah, he's going to be a great yeah. player, but running backs have proven that they don't get you anywhere we had McCaffrey for so many years and we never made the playoffs and he was our whole team right right you need more than just the running game and Atlanta had like you said had a lot of needs defense especially so definitely a reach probably didn't need to go with him there but he's a good player so I do understand the philosophy as well of saying we'll take the best player available and he may not have been the best player available but he's a fantastic player so I kind of get that speaking of reaches at running backs (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> probably, probably the reach of ever. If it works out, yeah, they're going to look like geniuses. If it doesn't work, they're going to look like the biggest idiots the NFL has ever known. Uh, the Detroit Lions at twelve, at twelve, take Jameer Gibbs, running back out of Alabama. For those of you who don't know, Jameer Gibbs was like a second round guy, not top twelve. Mm-hmm. So. Definitely yeah. a reach here. When he when they made that pick, Austin and I's jaws both like simultaneously just like we what they already have uh, Devonte Smith mm-hmm. or Devonte Smith not not Devonte Smith DeAndre Swift yeah <laughs> they already have DeAndre Swift similar enough and they have David Montgomery two very good running backs you don't need another one and here they go they draft another running back who like you said was supposed to go in the second round. It doesn't make any sense. And then they it showed the Lions draft room after they picked him. Oh my gosh, you would have thought they just won the Super Bowl. I mean, they were going they were, they were they were going crazy. And I'm like, you just like reached on a running back at twelve when you could have gotten him at like your next pick, which is like thirty nine. Like, what are you doing? And right. but I mean, maybe they know something we don't. If like you said, if it hits, they're gonna look like absolute geniuses. But in the very and the more likely chance that it's, he's just an average player, they're right. going to look dumb. Right. And everyone's going to remember that. Like the players that they could have had at oh, 12. Right. Are so, en- are so many. Yeah. They could have had a lot of players. They could have filled a lot of gaps. Like we've said time and time again, the Lions defense is one of the worst in the NFL. <laughs> so if they would have taken a defensive guy, there were still a lot of them left. Um, that would have been a lot better. But it took them at 12. If it works out, so be it. Yeah. And then the aftermath of this trade, I honestly feel like hurts the Lions because it makes DeAndre Swift mad. DeAndre Swift. That's his name. I don't yeah. know why I'm mixing him up. DeAndre Swift, it makes him mad. He asked for a trade, and they trade him to the Eagles. So now you just replaced a good running back 
with someone who's unproven. You you literally right. got no better here. Like it's just like you swapped someone for someone who might not even be as good as him. Like you didn't improve in this draft. I, I don't understand right. that pick. Yeah, I don't get that either. <laughs> and then a lot of these picks after 12 are kind of boring. A lot of tackles, a lot of rushers, um, cornerbacks, not too, nothing too flashy. And Kate and I were kind of sitting there wondering like, oh man, when are we going to see a wide receiver off the board? Like, we, there's been no wide receivers taken. Uh, there's a really great wide receiver in Jackson Smith and Jigba out of Ohio State. I personally thought that he was going to go top 10. Yeah. Um, and just they're not getting taken. What's happening here? So as we get to this later first round, Caden looks over at me and he, he says, you know, once one wide receiver goes, they're <laughs> all going to go. And I was like, ah, maybe. The most iconic quote we said after. Yeah, so I said, once one wide receiver gets taken, there's going to be a string of four straight receivers that go. And he's like, yeah, like it could happen. And moments like that, wish that we would have live streamed during the draft because exactly what I said happened. I mean, up mm-hmm. at pick 20 now, the Seahawks are up for their second pick, had an amazing first pick, and they go and kind of shock a lot of people. They didn't need a receiver. I mean, they got DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, but now they go get the neck, the, the best receiver in the draft, an amazing receiver, and get Jackson Smith and Jigba out of Ohio State. I mean, that receiving core is very, very scary. Yeah, I'm really glad that the Browns only play them once this year. <laughs> so then, exactly as Caden predicted, Seattle takes Jackson Smith and Jigba. The Chargers take Quentin Johnson out of TCU. The Ravens, unfortunately, take Zay Flowers, which means their receiving core has really improved in yeah. the last three weeks. They have uh, OBJ. They still have Mark Andrews. Uh, now they have Zay Flowers. So that receiving core is looking really good over there in Baltimore. I was really oh, upset to see that. And they signed Lamar. We haven't even done a podcast since then. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, yeah, they. for those of you who don't know, I'm sure all of you are aware. Right. They picked up Lamar Jackson again. Uh, you know, he wanted out, he wanted to trade, but then they kind of played this cool little game where they're like, oh, I want to trade. Oh, but we don't want to trade you. Oh, maybe we do. Oh, but maybe I don't want to go. And then they trade. <laughs> they signed him to the biggest contract the NFL has ever seen. So uh, sorry, Jalen Hurts, your two weeks of fame is now up. It is Lamar Jackson's turn <laughs> to be the highest paid quarterback player ever in NFL history. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, Ravens had a great, and that, the, the yeah. Lamar signed the day of the draft. So the Ravens had a great draft day. They got their quarterback, and then they got a weapon for him. So, yeah, exactly. Congrats, Ravens fans. Yep. And then Minnesota Vikings, the fourth receiver to go, just as Caden predicted, took Jordan Addison, wide receiver out of USC. Minnesota. <laughs> um, not then, New York Giants. Don't worry about them. Pick number twenty-five. <laughs> I thought this was a great, great pick. Uh. I was surprised it didn't go earlier. Number 25, Buffalo Bills take Dalton Kincaid, tight end out of Utah. I thought he was going to go way earlier. Uh, he we mocked not... him to the 16, I think. Yeah. So. so, yeah, we mocked him for way earlier than that. I think it was an absolute steal to take him at 25, uh, especially because the Cowboys were sitting there at 26, and they Dalton Schultz just left. So they were definitely in need of a tight end bills ended up taking them 
perfect. Works mm-hmm. for them. I mean, uh, Dalton Kincaid, he's, I mean, obviously you're going to hear uh, comparisons for like the best of the best players because you, that's what you're, you're always going to, you're not going to be like, oh, this guy has potential to be a Johnny Manziel. Like, no, you're going to compare him to right. someone who's going to be good. But a comparison for Dalton Kincaid, a lot of times that I'm hearing is Travis Kelsey, which obviously he's not going to be Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey's no. one of, if not, you could argue the best tight end ever. I mean, he's kind of like a wide receiver just in the tight end's body, but that is kind of what Dalton Kincaid is. He's not going to be as good as Kelsey, but it is a very, very good pick. The Bills needed another weapon for Josh Allen. I mean, their offense kind of at some points last year was like, they should be better. And now I feel like they really, yeah. they, they don't have a weakness. But Other than running back, I don't think the Bills running back situation is that fantastic. Speaking, but before we it. move on, speaking of Travis Kelsey, I understand NFL, like, you want to like make it engaging for the people there at the draft and all that stuff. But you maybe made like the most cringy start to the draft ever when Patrick Mahomes and uh, Travis Kelsey came out and they were like trying to hype up the uh, hype up the uh, fans. It was, it was really, really cringe. I, I, I don't know. Austin kind of agreed with me. He's like, they kind of need to get off the stage. I mean, it was kind of, it was weird. Yeah, but yeah, I am personally not a fan of those little no acting I mean, performances you tell, that they do so, to try to hype up so the crowd. Forced. Like, it's no way. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, I'll go hype up the fans and hold a trophy and be like, oh, you have to fight. Yeah, right. it, it's it's, so it's a little scripted. I don't like it. Uh, before we move on to the rest of these picks and the rest of this episode, as we mentioned before, our friends over at KNF Construction. I don't have a clever segue for you guys today. I'm sorry. It was really difficult getting this all set up. So you're going to have to <laughs> I'll have one for you next time, I promise. KNF Construction has been serving the Northeast Ohio community for over 16 years, specializing in composite decks. KNF Construction takes the time and effort to provide the service and product you deserve for your home. You can call KNF Construction today at 330-575-2465 for a free estimate. Again, that's 330-575-2465. You can also visit kfdex.com, which is linked in the description. KNF Construction, let us build your dream backyard. And Caden and I, speaking of building, built one of the greatest mocks ever when we accidentally... Single picks. It wasn't a good mock. Yeah, not a great mock, but (laughs) one of the single greatest picks we could have had by forgetting that Miles Murphy existed. Mm -hmm. We forgot this man existed. Uh, he slid super far down in our mock. What did we have him at, like 19? Yeah, I think we had him go 19 because we were going through, and all of a sudden we're like, okay, the, I think we had the Bucks. I think, at 19, and we're like, okay, yeah. well, let's figure out who do the Bucks want. I scrolled, and I was like, oh. And I was like, well, let's just put Miles Murphy here, but he's going to be way gone by now. And so we kind of acted like, you know, we, we knew he was going to slip, you know. Mm-hmm. That's what we do. But then draft night, he keeps falling, and we're like, dude. Like, <laughs> we might be right. And here we go. He slips all the way down to 28. So we didn't even have him fall far enough. But we did right. predict yeah. We did predict his fall. We predicted his fall. We did not realize he was going to fall that far. <laughs> Speaking of falling, um, on draft night, obviously the NFL invites some of the players that they know are going to get picked in those earlier picks, in that first round especially. Mm-hmm. D- only that first round. They invite them to the draft 
and they sit in the draft room. This is where you get all of those great clips where the player walks on stage, they hug Roger Goodell, they put on their new hat, they hold the jersey, the whole thing. Um, and days before the draft, in the weeks leading up to the draft, everyone was kind of hyping up Will Levis. And you'll <laughs> notice that we, we haven't talked about him yet. Um, they were hyping up Will Levis like, oh, maybe he goes one. There was someone on Reddit that was like, oh, hey, I'm Will Levis's brother, probably. You should believe me that that everyone is talking to him saying that, oh, we're going to take you on. Oh, we're going to trade up and take you on. Like, you're going one. And so the NFL was like, oh, what's that? We definitely need to have this guy at the draft. I'm of the personal belief that the NFL was knew full well that Will Levis was not going in the first round, and they just really like that shot of a player yeah, sitting no. there all dejected. It, it happens every single season. I mean, yes. I saw something about it the other day. I mean, there's always one player who's super hyped and supposed to go in the top, like go is supposed to go very high, and he falls. And it's almost like they have a dude just. They have like all the cameramen surrounded around showing everything. And then they just have one dude whose only job is to pan it and zoom in on this player's face and show show him at his worst moments. Like when he's like, dude, like and he you can tell, you know, he thinks he's going high because he's been hyped up. And so mm -hmm. when he's getting passed on and passed on and passed on and losing money and losing draft position, and you can tell like that's a very hard time. I can't speak to it personally. I, unfortunately, I'm not going to the NFL. But <laughs> But, like, that's definitely a hard time for you. Like, you're going to have, like, depression. Not depression. You're going to have emotions. Like, yeah, you're going to be emotional. You're going to be like, like, dang, yeah. like, that sucks. And so whenever you're in your worst moment and you're just, like, like, you know, like, a little bit down on yourself, the cameras are like, oh, now, now, now. Like, zoom in on him. And so they showed him at his worst times. But he did yeah. fall all the way to the second so, round. Yeah, so all the way to the second round. Pick 33. He didn't even come back for day two. Mm -mm. Like, he, he went home. He's like, I am not sitting through that again. And he had said before the draft, like, the only way that I would come to the draft <laughs> is if I was confident I was getting taken in the first round. Which makes it so much sadder. Yeah. And then he didn't get taken in the first round. It was really sad. I don't think he's a great player. I really don't. I don't think he'll work out in the NFL. I think that he is a Zach Wilson. Uh, you know, he wasn't that great in college. All of a sudden, he shows up to the combine, and he's jacked, and everyone likes the way that he looks in the tight shirts. And they're like, oh, <laughs> we're going to take him in the early rounds. And then they don't. And even if they do, like Zach Wilson, it doesn't end up panning out. Um, I think teams wisened up to that. He ended up going to the first pick in round two, pick 33. The tech Titans took him. Uh, so, you know, QB bat battle of mid over there in Tennessee for who's starting. Yeah. You got Malik uh, Willis, Ryan Tannehill, and Will Levis. What a battle. Whoo! What a QB room. Kate and I both said we feel bad for him. I don't think he'll be great, but it's unfortunate to see that happen. It, it is sad. And and yeah. it's it's also sad when like the talk is like the night you then your your draft night, it's not even about you. It's about your sisters and your girlfriend who are sitting there with you. Yeah. Because that like the NFL memes on Instagram, every NFL page was just like losing the fact over his sisters and his girlfriend who was sitting next to him. Because it was oh, it was just so funny. Yeah, that was. Because he was living a he was living a rough a rough twenty four hours. We'll just say that. Yeah, it was tough. Uh, and then one more that we wanted to talk about was round four, pick one hundred and twenty eight. <laughs> the Los Angeles Rams. You'll remember that at one point they were in fact Super Bowl champions. Um, they took Stenson Bennett, quarterback out of Georgia. I think that he. 
uh, just yesterday actually celebrated his 96th birthday. <laughs> so that's, you know, congratulations to him for turning 96 yesterday. Um, he is so old to be a rookie. I mean, what is he, like 25, actually? I don't know. Rumors are he's going to retire before Matthew Stafford. So, <laughs> so yeah, that was, that was fun. And he was taken really high for being that old and for um, not being, being really that good. <laughs> for being honestly. mid. Yeah, You're getting I mean, carried by a defense round four. and playing against people who are half your age. Good for you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, round four is really high. I was not expecting that. I was expecting, like, talk to me in, like, round six, maybe late round five. Yeah, um, shout out to shout out to Preston. Uh, <laughs> he, 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 I will say he has sense to him because, you know, most fans when their team would make a bad pick like that, they'd still try to act like it was the right pick. I know I would. Like, if we had drafted Stetson Bennett at one, oh, I, oh. Oh, I don't even want to imagine that. But if, guys, he has a national championship. Right, like, right, like, exactly. Yeah, you, you the can Rangers make it. prove themselves. Exactly. Like he's a proven winner. But I talked to Preston about it, and I was like, "How do you feel?" And he goes, "Dude," and he goes, "It's so stupid." And he was like going off about how dumb it is. And I was like, "I respect that," because I went into like a Rams like thing. I was reading all these Rams fans like posts and stuff, and they were like, "Dude, he's the future." Blah blah blah. And I'm like, "Come on!" <laughs> I was like, "You're joking. Like you're just..." trolling yourself at this point i mean yeah you're just lying to yourself in other news the nfl schedule was released last night uh so now everyone knows when they play what teams they play when they play um a change from last year and years prior is that no team is guaranteed a primetime spot which i love which is good because there are teams <laughs> that do not deserve a primetime spot there's only so many times that you can put the Bears in primetime. The Bears have a lot. Of, to, I think the Bears have four primetime games. Right. But what I'm saying is like last year, like no one wants to tune in to a Bears oh, primetime right, okay. game where it's either going to be the saddest thing you've ever seen, see Broncos Colts. That was a sad primetime <laughs> game. Right. Or it's going to be an absolute murder fest where you just see one team stomp on them. And it's just like, no one wants to watch. This is the waste of my time. So it's a good move by the NFL to take away a primetime spot from every team. Like you put the best teams in primetime. Okay. You want to put on your best show. Okay. That's people watch Sunday night football. Um, so, I mean, the Caden was really happy. The Panthers have quite a few primetime games for not being guaranteed any. So that's great for them. All the teams know who they're playing. Uh, all the teams got their <laughs> schedule video. Uh, each team puts out a video to like kind of show their schedule. And, and I think there's honestly some really good ones. There's some really good ones out there. Honestly, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I think the Panthers have a really good video. Uh, like that's, that's a good one. The Broncos had a good video too. I liked that one. I hated the Browns. I really hate to say that. <laughs> really? I haven't seen yeah. the Browns. Did you see the Titans? The Titans? I started the Titans. I didn't really like it that much. So oh, I, like I loved the Titans. I think the Titans was my favorite. I mean, I loved the Panthers one, too. They, the Panthers one was very creative. Like, it they was. did, like, a whole thing. And then did you see the one where, like, where they brought in, like, the, the game show, and it was, like, which cat? Yes, was that, that was really good. I loved that. That was funny. That was so good, yeah. But the Titans one was great. It was, like, you see those videos all the time where it's, like, people walk up, walk, like, in L.A. or in the street somewhere, and they go up to people – and somehow they manage to find the dumbest people every single time. I, I really don't know. But they'll ask them like a basic question and you'll just get the single dumbest response. Like it actually makes me like worried about humanity. Like some things. And it's like, 
hey, and it's like a picture of like uh, the United States, and it's like, what country is this? And they're like, uh, like, like sometimes it makes me a little like, <laughs> is this fake? Like, I don't know, but they did one of those types of things, and they went and revealed the schedule, and they show a logo, and they, it was always these like these girls who probably had no idea what they were doing. It was all girls who answered, but their responses were so funny. And so like, I think the Titans video was great. Yeah. I haven't watched the whole thing yet, so I can totally live react. Will it work on the live and everything? Uh, just look up Tennessee Titans. Oh, right. I forgot. They can't hear you. <laughs> uh, Debbie says we're, we're going to do a live reaction because Austin hasn't seen the whole thing. So Debbie's pulling it up. Yeah, so we're pulling up, pulling up the Titans uh, schedule release video. Uh, yes. So yeah. hopefully you guys can see this, um, and hopefully we don't get copyright, copyright hit. <laughs> okay, talk Just about something else. Not <laughs> okay. So I think you can skip the first like. Oh, let's talk about something else. Okay, what other what other okay. ones did you like? The Cardinals? Did you see the Cardinals? I did not see the Cardinals. Oh, theirs was they were throwing. Okay, the Cardinals are gonna suck this year, but they were throwing shots at teams. So they did like their schedule, but with like soundtracks. So like when they played this team, they had a song that had to go with that team. So like, oh, what's an example of some? Like, um, they played the Eagles. And uh, the Eagles, they just had a picture of um, uh, James Bradbury holding Juju in the Super Bowl, and it was like it was like, and the song was called like "Hold Hold On, Be Home" or something like that. It was so funny. That's really good. And then they played the Falcons, and they had two songs, and they had one song called Twenty Eight, and another song called Three. Um, man, there were some good ones. Oh, they played the Ravens, and they had a song called Running Back. I mean, they were throwing <laughs> hard shots. Oh, and one of the best ones was they were playing the Cowboys. And, oh, dude, it was a complete shot at Dak. It was literally called, like, he will choke or something like that. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, my gosh. I didn't know NFL teams could throw shade like this. It was for as yeah. bad of a team as the Cardinals are going to be. A great schedule release video. I loved it. Yeah, these schedule release videos are great. I'm, like, consistently surprised that other NFL teams like allow them to use representations of their mascots in some of these videos and like shade, throw shade the way that they mm-hmm. do. Like it's consistently surprising, but I, I get it. Like Roger Goodell probably just like forces them to do it because the NFL is after all an entertainment, you know, machine. And so if that drives the entertainment, then so be it. You got to do it. Yeah, the Chargers had a really good one again. I personally am not really a fan of it, but like everyone's losing their mind because they made like a whole anime TV show pretty much Mm. where they released it. And I watched about 30 seconds and I was like, yeah, this is kind of weird. Like I'm not personally, I've never watched anime and I probably never will. I think it's kind of weird. I don't I mean, if you're into watching that, go go you good for you. I will never watch it, but you can watch that. And still watch this. Make sure that you watch this. Yeah, just mute, mute. You can literally mute the podcast. Just, just let it play. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you uh, see the Broncos? I did video? not. Yeah, the Broncos video was actually really good. Um, it was kind of like an office. It was, it was an office. The show. Yeah. And so it was instead of the office, it was the 2023 schedule, and they were trying 
so they pulled some scenes from the office obviously um they had peyton manning in it obviously mm-hmm. and it was it was very creative they threw a lot of shade there was obviously the chargers are in the broncos division and one of the things that they said in the video was they're, they're trying to plan a party for the schedule release is the basic premise of the video and they're like okay well the chargers are coming so we need food for them uh preferably something soft that they can't choke on and they just kind of look in the camera no uh, way that's, yeah and that, that, that was, is funny that was really good uh it was, it was that was a good release video i'll tell you what it's 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 great how creative some of the teams are and like you said how much shade did they throw on each other yeah i wouldn't expect it i feel like that would just give you more fire just want to kill this team and be like <laughs> yeah but uh yeah another thing i don't think we've talked about since last time we recorded which was like eight months ago um <laughs> aaron Rodgers. yeah aaron Rodgers ended up getting traded the jets as, as we folded. said yeah yeah there was there was talks about the niners but it was it was kind of the jets the whole time it was the jets the whole time it's just smoke screens uh but yeah like i predicted the jets folded before the packers did um they ended up just giving them all of the picks. I mean, it was like a first. It was this year's first. It was next year's first. Um, a conditional second. Which no, no, no. That was second. the conditional second. That was the conditional second. Was it would turn into a first? That's yeah, it. yeah. Uh, so it was, it was a lot of picks. Um, but you know, go work Green Bay. You, you got your bag for it. For Is this Rogers. the schedule, Debbie? Yeah. Okay. Debbie's, Debbie's still working oh, on it. Oh, bummer. I want to see your reaction. There's like, how far of it have you seen? I don't know. Maybe 45 seconds. It oh, wasn't that's really not, that that's much. not bad at all. Uh, I love one of my favorite parts in the video is they call the, the Colts because they're in the same division as the Colts. Yeah. And so like all, the whole time, they're so like unsure. They're like, hmm, like, I don't know. But then whenever the Colts come up, they're like, oh, Cowboys, Cowboys, Cowboys. <laughs> it just makes me laugh. Is this it? Can we hit play? Still working on it. Alrighty. Uh, Still working. We were going to talk about this a little bit later, but we can pull it up now. Uh, right before we started this, the Washington football team went <laughs> ahead and finally sold. Uh, Dan Dan Snyder finally sold the football team to that's something called the Harris Group. Magic Johnson is included in that group. Mm. Uh, so they sold to them. It's still waiting on approval from one third of the NFL owners, but it sold for a record breaking $6.05 billion. The previous record was 4.55. <laughs> so it kind of blew it out of the water. Can you imagine if like the Cowboys sold? Dude, the Cowboys, like if that's what the football team is worth. Right, and they're probably that's probably the least amount of any team in the NFL. To be right. honest, that's that's what I'm saying. Like, the Cowboys have to be worth a hundred billion. Mm-hmm. All right, All right. Debbie's 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 got the thing. I want. I wonder how this will go. Yep. I mean, yeah, we can see. It. They got. I don't know if you're playing the audio because the audio it's just I'm talking. I can't hear it. Yeah, it's not. NFL kickers That's all right. Uh, this is not it. So I don't know. No. This is Unless the one that I saw. This is the one you saw? Hey, skip to like the middle. Yeah, this is different. They must have posted two. Hmm. This that is, that is weird. That, oh. make, that makes sense why I didn't like it then. <laughs> wow, that's weird. I'll show. I guess I'll 
I don't know, I'll show it to you another time. Oh, that's okay. We don't need to do that. We can, yeah. we can just throw the fans towards it. That's okay. Yeah. Go, do you guys uh, go watch it. I'll go watch it on my own time. Uh, we'll tell you about it next time we jump on here. Uh, let's see. Did we have anything else that we wanted to talk about here, Caden, before we let um, our viewers go? Debbie, when are we going to be getting the Waffle House video out? I should. We should tell them. Debbie is unsure. Of yeah, video yeah. Be I forgot that they came here, out. Debbie. Yeah. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a little while before that video gets out because uh, number one, like Caden said, it's uh, Debbie and I are graduating this week. Our ceremony is tomorrow. Uh, obviously, then comes along with that graduation parties and all sorts of things like that as well as you know we have regular lives like work to attend uh so it, that obviously takes up a decent portion of time as well as the fact that it was 12 hours of raw footage so you gotta you gotta edit that down into a bite-sized portion of like half an hour so that will take quite a bit it so, was a very very fun fun time though it was very fun maybe We'll definitely talk about it on the podcast when it releases. Um, maybe we'll even, if we can figure out some of the audio stuff, we'll play it on the podcast and we can it's the, it's the first tell, one, tell you some yeah. things that maybe you didn't see on the actual video. Yeah, we'll do a, we'll do a separate video for that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, is that is that all? I think so. All right, well, hopefully the online setup flow i think it went all right hopefully we'll find out in about 30 minutes and everything posts yeah i mean it seems it seems fine i got a camera or a computer here computer here i'm not blind yet 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 yeah yeah yet's yeah, the right word um yeah i mean i was really yeah. surprised that like my i'm just doing this in my basement i'm surprised that yeah, my family so. didn't just like storm down here and like <laughs> say something that's like, the whole thing up yeah like my mom comes down Dinner's ready. <laughs> yeah. So we hope that it worked for you guys. Uh, hopefully it wasn't too sketchy. Hopefully it didn't buffer too much. Um, like we said, it can only get better from here. So we're looking forward to see where this goes. If you guys liked it, let us know. We're doing our best here. And we will catch you guys next time. Bye.